After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Welcome back to 88.3 WXUT's After Further Review. We're back at it here in the home studio. Frank's out with the flu, so hopefully he gets well. But we had David the Man of God Harris here, and we were talking a little bit about uh, the NFL Collective Bargaining Agreement, his mock draft 1.0. You can also listen to us on our podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes. It's WHT's After Further Review with the picture of Frank Vasher and the horse's head. We're always on Saturdays. 11 to 1 after Tim and Vicky's theme park that air 9 to 11. Here exclusively on Toledo's on-campus radio station 88.3 WXUT. Got David the Man of God Harris on the phone lines with our last segment here. Talking a little bit about the NBA All-Star Game and festivities. A little recap. David, thoughts? Right, so we're not going to start with the Celebrity All-Star Game because we all know that. Exhibition game. Uh, uh, no, don't. No, come on now. The, the, <laughs> the celebrity game is what it is. It's just something nice to do and see who kind of athletic, who has musical or acting talent and can play a little ball, and then those that just make fools of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll start with the USA versus World game. I was. I don't even I pay attention impressed. to that either, but go ahead. Well, I mean, it was made like at the end, we were kind of, everyone was looking. And basically just John Moran and Zion Wilson, like, attempting dunks that they missed. And, like, they stopped calling penalties and officiating. They stopped doing all these other – basically the rules of basketball were just kind of suspended so that everyone can do these highlight dunks in the tenth and in the game. Mm-hmm. But it was just interesting to see just some of the younger international talent and just kind of attributed to the way the global game has spread. I know – Part of the also celebrations was recognizing the life and legacy of David Stern and kind of his impact not being felt really in that game in particular. There's so many nationalities represented the game. But for me, really, it was the skills challenge where I think a lot of the quote-unquote super casual basketball fans are now talking about Bam Adebayo as though he just came out of nowhere prospect. And for me, I'm like, like, he's a winner in my book because now everyone knows who he is more concretely. But then it's also, there's a reason why Pat Riley wanted to hold on to Ben Matabayo as part of, like, a building, like, building up the Miami Heat and being an integral part of that core new big three, what, big four, however you want to frame it, in Miami that they're looking to kind of revitalize, namely in the summer 2021 when Giannis is a potential free agent. So you can see kind of the ability of Bam Adebayo now that his name is on the map. Everyone's like, oh yeah. Now everyone's kind of like, oh yeah, I knew about Bam Adebayo before. Like, no you didn't. Like, let's just want the right. Like, unless you were the NBA, you know, NBA jump experts, former basketball players, and commentators, like people that like actually look at the game of basketball, more than likely 
you're like this band metal bio person. Oh, you hear the name, but not really. Um, and then the All-Star Game, really, I mean, I love the format. I love the Elam ending. Kind of sucks that it ended on a free throw. Which is usually like, the Elam ending doesn't end on a free throw, but that's how the NBA, I, it's always amazing how NBA yeah. players are kind of so smart where they can uh, manipulate the rules to the point it, it happens. And that's what the, it, it shows you in the NBA game how tough it is to play against some of the best players in the world. And I always hate the, the, the thing where, well, they don't play any defense. Well, you got to understand, these guys work on their craft. I mean, they, 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 I mean, they're efficient sharpshooters. Or, you know, the footwork is good. The athleticism is off the charts. And, and you think about it, if you're just combining all that together, you, you only, you're not trying to stop someone. You're just trying to contain them. You know, if somebody's averaging 18 points a game and you can hold them down to 14 or 13, you've done a hell of a good job as an NBA defender. So, you know, they always, the NBA players, what I will say about this, and, you know, knowing the game of basketball, coaching it and playing it. um, Actually, no, I've never played the NBA or coaching it, but if you ever notice with those players, they are really good in manipulating, adapting to the rules and, they made it a free throw fest kind of toward down the end. Whereas if you look at the TBT, they do the Elam ending and, and, and it's totally different. Now I think the 24, I understand them holding it, getting up to 24 points, I think was a little too much. Uh, when you, because if you played playground basketball, sometimes when you play a long game, like oh, we're going to go up to 11 and you're playing made baskets. Sometimes the game goes quick and sometimes the game goes fast. And, you know, I think possibly it could have been up to eight or something like that, plus eight or something. And, but like I said, I thought the game went by pretty good. They are pros. And I guess a game plus eight would have went quicker than just plus 24, but it it, kind of seemed like it, it was cool at first. I don't know if you got the same vibe, but it seemed like it kind of lost steam a little bit, and there was a little bit of a stale staleness toward the end of the game. I don't know if you felt that as well. Yeah, just kind of knowing that there was a target number and everyone reaching it, it kind of felt, and I want to say there was an NBA analyst that mentioned that kind of trying to compare it to everyone complaining about the way that the Elam ending ended and kind of Anthony Davis on the free throw line. And you brought up a good point of, like, we skip the end of basketball games, like the last three or four minutes. How many stops, how many, you know, fouls are we getting to go to the free throw line? I see it in college basketball all the time. Like, the last minute, like, you're down by 12. Hey, we got a foul. We got a foul. There's mm-hmm. a chance. Like, well, so kind of- well, it happens. But think about it. It happens in pickup ball. When it starts to get close to game point, what happens? People foul. Because you can't go to the free throw line, obviously. So they try to manipulate it. They try to manipulate it where if you're going to get an easy shot for a bucket, we're going to foul you. Okay. And then we'll try to force you to shoot outside shots. So, so it could still become a foul fest with, with, with the Elam ending and all that. I mean, is, let's be honest, in the game of basketball, it can get manipulated. And that, hap- that happens a lot in pickup basketball. If you think about it, if you watched enough pickup basketball, when it gets close to game point, either you're going to get fouled or you're going to start getting the funky calls. People, everybody starts becoming a referee. Next thing you know, they start calling calls and, and travel. All of a sudden, all the travels are coming out. They don't call it on the first point. You know, the dude could be making the same move, you know, points 
one through five, but let's say we go into seven and, and you got six points, next thing you know, them same moves that he was making points one through five are now travels. Yeah, and something I heard kind of complaints in the, about the officiating, but I mean, with the Neil amending, kind of at the end of the game, you know, someone was joking next year they'll just have the players, you know, call their own fouls. Like, would that be fun? Yeah, but then it begins to the argument of like, what's the foul? Because there was a, like Kyle Lowry took like 19 charges mm-hmm. in that last like three minutes, right. and so it's like, like I can understand that, and kind of at the end of the game, but then yeah, one other player that I was kind of. Like the jokes running, and for those that listen, you know, I'm not a huge fan, but like James Harden just got attacked from all angles. Right. So it was, uh, so it was, you know, Giannis kind of picking on him, saying, oh, he's not, I don't want him on my team because he doesn't pass the ball. Then it was at the end of game situation where he could have passed up an easy layup to go for a three, like he was in Houston. Like, and then on the other side of the ball, like everyone really attacking him because. You know, defense, James Harden, not really go together. So, yeah, he just had a rough night. Like, I know all week the jokes were coming. But at the end of the day, you know, charity, you know, winning team, and all those kids got that money, and they're going to go to college and be successful. Yeah, I just think overall it was it was better than I expected just because I didn't know. Like, when you're playing up, you know, 150s, 160s, and then Elam ending, there's only so much excitement that you can have after a while. Because actually, you know, 140, it's like, ah, 17 more points. So, yeah, I, I think I think they'll make some adjustments. But I definitely like the impact of um, the accumulated up to that quarter. And we've got to see some of the players really stand out and take hold of the game. You know, got to see a Kawhi Leonard fall out. We got to see, you know, some of, we got to see Chris Paul dunk. <laughs> like, like, come on, man! Whew. Did not see that coming. And it, it, you know, the normal All Star game festivities. You know, it was a good All Star weekend. I'm, I'm glad that Chicago was able to uh, be the starting point of this new, this new era, you could say, in terms of All Star game. Well, did my, did you see that? Think about my new point that I said that you know. um That I think that um, that the the best All Star game is probably the NBA out of all the professional sports. Oh yeah, that I think that's more undisputed now than ever because the Pro Bowl, no one really wants to play it. All Star game really has lost luster because it's now three on three divisional tournament, mm-hmm. and then baseball is still kind of because the game matters. And I mean, granted, now everyone's just going to be questioning All Stars and. Like, the home run derby is nice because it's power, but that's really... Well, I mean, you have the futures game with the international players, prospects, and the American prospects, but that's kind of similar to the Rising Stars Challenge. But in terms of the actual on-the-field game, I guess kind of the actual game itself, the NBA is definitely leaps and bounds better. With, I guess, you can say Major League Baseball because it's actual baseball games, so they're actually playing the sport for nine innings, mm-hmm. just with a lot of changes. But, yeah. but it's still, I, I like I said, I think the luster has been lost with the in, the in, uh, the the All Star game because of basically, um, I would say because the of the AL and NL playing each other, 
during the season, it's lost its luster. Before, remember, when it was just the leagues were separate, that was the only time you got to see the players from from the different leagues play each other. So that's what was, what was cool, cool about the All-Star game. But now that it, they, they play interleague play, that – that took that threw that out the window, but I was really I was really impressed with the All Star Weekend this this weekend with the NBA. I thought it was really good. Um, you could tell there's a brother brotherhood in the NBA, especially with the tributes to Kobe, Allen Iverson wearing all the Kobe stuff. They really had a lot of battles, uh, admiring David Stern, uh, David Stern, excuse me. Which to be honest with you, just the marketing that he did, he's made the NBA how the entity that it is now. I mean, back in the day, people would tell you, you know. NBA final games were on tape delay, but he really knew how to market the league, market the players. And uh, like I said, it, 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 the accumulation, you know, Team Giannis versus Team LeBron and all that, 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 that was pretty cool. Yeah, and I've heard kind of reports saying that they're going to keep this format, which is going to be nice because yeah, now, fine. Yeah, the charities the and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's good. It all worked out, and I know Kobe will be proud. Not that, you know, they didn't know on a free throw. You know, we were all hoping, you know, be some crazy fadeaway three-pointer. But, yeah, Elam endings, you got you to gotta love it. And maybe we'll see more Elam endings in the future. Probably not. But, well, you know. I think exhibition games like that, the Elam ending is, is great. Um, I also like that, you know, with um, – um, Adam Silver trying to, you know, try some different things. And and I think that uh, the game is in good hands. Um, and like I said, it, 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 that's the only thing I like about the, the, the NBA is that it, it, it's kind of a progressive league. They're not afraid to try stuff. The NFL kind of does the same thing too. But I think that's why the NBA is, I think, globally is really liked because it, it tries different things. It, it, it is. It's just a... A game, and it's a little bit more diverse, obviously, but um, all through all the levels. But the diversity and trying to do different things to improve the game. Sometimes they do stuff, and you think, oh, why? Why do that? But sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But like I said, that NBA All-Star Weekend, um, I think the dunk contest, Aaron Gordon got robbed. <laughs> he should have won that. Yeah. He should have won that one. Um, but I thought the All-Star game itself – like I said, it was very competitive, and you know you still wanted to watch it. And they they mixed in the Elam ending, and, and you know, like I said, it, that's the first All Star game where you probably weren't falling asleep middle of the third quarter. Yeah, because you knew the fourth quarter like meant something. One and two, kind right. of, well, fourth quarter in general when they took the, and then now that you know people are playing for charity, you know now you mess with kids' you know, futures and education, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. But yeah, real quick, I dunk contest. Aaron Gordon definitely got robbed. You can't just keep jumping, you know, doing under the leg dunks four times and one <laughs> and like, like you need some diversity. Like you can't keep doing the same dunk over and over again. But it was an inside job. We know Dwayne Wade wanted to give yeah. Miami Johnny Trophy. The rig was in, and they, they the, re, the the judges tried to say something about. Well, we tried to get it where it was making a, a tie and having as co champs. Well, you didn't really do a good job of it, and but Aaron Gordon should have been the champ. I mean, it, it, sometimes some things are just obvious, and I do think you know D- Dwayne Wade. Yeah, it, it something was off with that whole that whole thing. I thought 
but it, it was pretty obvious to me that and, and don't get me you know Jones had some spectacular dunks but like you said he kept doing the same dunk over and over and over again and the one thing that you know the reason why they kind of got rid of the, the dunk contest was the lack of creativity don't grant don't grant it hard dunks to accomplish and do but like you said if you're doing the same dunk four times over and over and over you know he could have mixed it up a little at least you know Aaron Gordon is doing some stuff where it's like whoa like whoa and you know he had what did he have five straight 50s and still lost I mean come on yeah like you like granted people say well you really didn't dunk all the way over you know Taco Fall I was like Man, Taco Fall is seven six. If you can jump seven two, you right. good. Yeah, you, you're not lying. You're right. You're totally right. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see this kind of the controversy, and then I'm, I can't remember what the All Star Game All Star Weekend is next year, but it'll probably be some of the similar controversy. Uh, Aaron Gordon said he's hey, he's done with it. Maybe do like one of those surprise like. No, I feel like I got robbed. I want to reset. He got he got robbed in that one. I don't know about the Zach Levine one. The Zach Levine one that was an epic battle where you could go mm, you either know, way. Like that was more kind of personal preference. Choose which one you think was the better dunker. Uh, well, Aaron Gordon, I think in this one was the better dunker. I mean, the 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 the, the quality of dunks going through were just were straight amazing. Uh. I just think that um, that, like you said, Derrick Jones doing the same dunks over and over. I think he could have, she could, he should have been penalized for them. You know, if yeah. if you're gonna keep doing the same after the second dunk, you're doing the same dunk over and over. It's kind of like, you know, I would have gave, I would have took a couple. As me as a judge, I'm like, well, you did that dunk the last two times. I would have been like, oh, cool dunk, but I'm gonna give you maybe a seven or an eight because you know, give me something new. Yeah, and everyone would say Derrick Jones is this prolific dunker, this highlight guy. It's like, like we we get it. You can go underneath the legs and dunk it. Like, like what, what else you got? Now, if this was and maybe I, twenty years ago, and he was doing those dunks. Oh, he's the automatic dunk, dunk champion. But again, now you got to understand with with how athleticism has basically evolved, both men and women. In the, in the game of basketball, that now is almost like a routine dunk for anybody. And I mean, I'm just saying that because I don't know if I can even do that on a Nerf hoop anymore. I mean, back in the day, I probably could, but now, like I said, it's still a difficult dunk, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But when you're comparing him to elite dunkers, it, it's not really that elite dunk if you've been doing it four times. Yeah, and he was thinking about 20 years ago, like, and Vince did three separate. Crazy dunks. Mm. I mean, like, great. Like, if you wanted to do, like, a windmill, um, like, something underneath the legs, like, do it, do, like, the opposite way. Like, dunk with your left, you know, backwards. Basically, just do, try to do some experimenting dunks. No, like yeah. Like Aaron Gordon was doing. Right, yeah, Aaron Gordon was basically... <laughs> Like I said, I, I I think he got robbed. I, I I think the stuff that he was doing was straight jaw jaw dropping, and, and the creativity was you know it's like man he really you know it was almost better than video game. Yeah, I mean it was like a video game, and I don't know if people are giving him flack like, well he missed the you know he missed his first dunk and he still gave him fifty. It's like the difficulty of his dunk warranted once you make it like you get a fifty for that. Yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, like, you do. 
like it's hard line center, but yeah, it it'll be interesting to see just kind of the fallout. Thinking about next year and whether Derrick Jones Jr. if he does defend his title, or are we going to be like, all right, look, you are banned from doing anything under one leg. Like we saw all of them last year. Like right, yeah. But yeah, that's really the only blemish of all. Well, well, it's a pretty good All Star Weekend, although unless you're in Miami and then you're like, well, there was no fix. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of think the, the the fix was in on that one. But anyway, David, what you got planned for this uh, weekend coming up? Yeah, college basketball, the two we haven't talked a lot about it, but yeah, college basketball is crazy, kicking up March Madness, XFL. Ooh, rating. We'll yeah. talk definitely about that because I know the ratings have been dropping gradually each week. Yeah, and then, I mean, baseball is getting ready to start up. Got the mock draft. And it's up. Sports is, sports on the two, but yeah, that's definitely talk about XFL and a little bit of college basketball. No, okay, man. Uh, yeah, like I said, you always, uh, always got more football, 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 but sometimes oversaturate, oversaturation could be a bad thing but you know what we'll talk about that topic a little bit later next week hey david go ahead and go have a good weekend my man all right you too yep yep, see you next week yep that was david the man of god harris calling all the way from new york new york that's actually syracuse new york and you can always listen to us on 88.3 wshut saturdays 11 to 1 after tim and vicky's theme park or if you missed the show we always got our podcast that you can listen to the car or in your own pocket through your your uh, smartphone off of SoundCloud, the SoundCloud app, or on iTunes through their podcast. That's WXUT's After Further Review with a picture of Frank Vash and the horse's head. Frank was out with the flu. Hopefully he gets well. But for Frank and David, I'm Derek. Peace. We're out. We'll see you next week.